Welcome to Whitestone Podcast from the Whitestone Forum. This podcast is for business and nonprofit leaders like you and me, specifically designed around building, polishing, and leveraging our competencies. Each episode will provide a lens through which ever-growing citizens of God's kingdom can think about very effectively impacting every one of their organizations. For Whitestone Podcast, I'm Kevin Miller. Have you ever experienced being a part of an enterprise's great pivot? Well, the truth is, it's likely that you indeed have experienced the fruits of several great pivots. But wait, you say, what does this notion of a great pivot actually mean? Well, a great pivot is when an enterprise, perhaps a business or a nonprofit, or even a country, radically changes the way it does something that's very foundational, ultimately to great benefit to a lot of folks. And sometimes that benefit becomes so embedded in people's lives that they rather unthinkingly take the fruits for granted. So let's take a look at some really impressive pivots. For starters, how about the decade of the 1910s when Henry Ford pivoted to his dual masterstroke of significantly lowering the price of automobiles for mass affordability, even while simultaneously radically multiplying the wages of Ford's employees. Oh, you thought Ford was simply all about moving away from producing a small number of handcrafted cars by creating an assembly line for manufacturing lots of cars? Well, yeah, but that pivot led to unparalleled new mobility for great masses of people in many countries around the world. And that fresh new affordable mobility led to extensive highway systems and affordable suburbs at the edge of expensive cities and sophisticated logistics not restricted to fixed train routes, all of which helped work to lead to routine but extensive options for consumer goods and tremendously improved standards of living. Indeed, your life and mine have been dramatically improved by Henry Ford pivoting his company to assembly lines and then others following his lead. How about Bill Gates and his embracing the Internet in the 1990s? That's when Microsoft pivoted from consumers routinely loading software onto PCs and laptops from disks to Windows 95 and the web browser Internet Explorer, which later became Microsoft Edge. With all that and beyond, Gates hugely pivoted one of the leading technology companies in history. Lest we fall into the trap of thinking that what Gates did was obvious and easy, we do well to remember how very few successful companies in history pivot to completely transform the offering and delivery of their products or services. For Microsoft, the rest is history. But many companies stay consistently behind the curve. Do you recall the story of Netflix? Remember that Netflix reportedly offered to sell itself to Blockbuster 
for $50 million in the early 2000s, Blockbuster declined because it dominated the delivery of movies through bricks-and-mortar stores. Of course, Blockbuster ultimately closed 9,000 stores and is now down to one nostalgia location in Oregon. No pivot there. And Netflix is now Netflix, one of the top companies purveying movies. But that's not the point here in this episode. The real reason you know all about Netflix is that the company pivoted from sending DVDs via snail mail to streaming to every tech appliance imaginable. That made all the difference in inking subscribers to Netflix, a company worth over $150 billion in 2023. What a pivot! Let's stick with tech for a minute more. How about Android, which started as a cloud-based platform to store photos? Google acquired Android and pivoted Android into the mobile phone market. And in early 2023, Android was tallied by some as having over 70% of the mobile operating systems market worldwide. How about some other amazing pivots, including a taste of some Lower tech examples. First, pivoting from mining in the U.S. to adhesives worldwide. You know, like scotch tape and post-it notes. Yes, that's pivoting from Minnesota mining and manufacturing to today's 3M. Second, pivoting from looms for textiles in Japan to the prominent car brand in the world. That's Toyota. Third, pivoting from one simple grocery store selling dried fish and noodles in Korea to countless consumer electronics found in over 100 countries around the world. That's Samsung. Fourth, pivoting from selling espresso makers and coffee beans to over 35,000 drink-purveying destinations worldwide. Block after city block after suburban block. That's Starbucks. So, just what precipitates this kind of morphing of these enterprises into major stratospheric success? Well, the answers range from key foundational facilitation by free markets to astounding inventions and new innovations to changing consumer tastes, to streamlined digital and logistics improvements worldwide, to aggressive competitors. Most often, it's really a potent combination of several of these factors. But most of all, these great pivots share one key ingredient. Such amazing pivots require leaders who are astute, curious, courageous, and persevering. And all of that in the face of many naysayers. Next, how about this twist? Moving on to a couple very low-tech events that challenged the ruling status quo of the time and then worked to change the lives of billions over the centuries. In the year 1215, King John of England was abusing his power as king, as human kings all tend to do 
and several barons maneuvered to get him to sign the Magna Carta, the, quote, Great Charter of Freedom, unquote. With that event, real political freedom first saw the light of day, and that pioneering document's rocky journey ultimately afforded freedom and rights to ordinary English citizens. Wow, just a parchment with some writing on it. Low tech. In direct lineage to the Magna Carta were the Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution in 18th century America. These documents literally embodied a pivoted governance from colonies by a human king and a remote parliament to a path-breaking we the people. But that as rightly bound by a written constitution. Since that time, many a country's new constitution has tried to emulate the wisdom and savviness of that U.S. constitution. But those mimicking's results have been pretty mixed. Mixed at least in the degree of ensuring political freedom their citizens have enjoyed. But take nothing away from the U.S. and its Constitution, that difficult birthing effort blazed the way with a revolutionary pivot that impacted the lives of countless millions worldwide over the past several centuries. Of course, some nations have made different political pivots. Governance by communism and socialism assert victory, but the facts are that citizens are largely devastated by their economic and political realities. Let's switch gears for a minute. How about the Reformation in Europe? Martin Luther laid a bold claim to the biblical truth of justification by faith. That's found in Romans 1. And the Christian world would never be the same. Though the Reformation is not without its legitimate critics about its true kingdom focus. Nevertheless, Luther's challenge was foundationally needed to strip away many a religious pretension masquerading as God's will, then and now. This was a pivot with major reverberating impact. Luther wrote adroitly and leveraged the newfangled printing press to reproclaim some simple, but foundational Bible truth. But what about that which is undeniably the greatest pivot of all, a pivot planned from before the foundation of the world? Yes, Jesus proclaimed the gospel of the kingdom of God, Mark 1, verses 14 to 15. And he then was, quote, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, unquote, Isaiah 53, 7 culminating in his death on the cross, his resurrection, and his ascension to sit at the right hand of his Father in heaven. Results? Billions of lives have pivoted in response to this God-instituted pivot, a uniquely unparalleled impact. That God-instituted, capital P, pivot was effected when the Lord, quote, established a new covenant, unquote. Hebrews 8, verse 8. That was better than the Mosaic covenant. 
That old covenant was based upon laws that no one can keep. God pivoted to a new covenant founded and completed in Christ, one that simply requires a faith response by each lowly sinner. As Hebrews 8 verse 13 says, quote, And speaking of a new covenant, he makes the first one obsolete, unquote. Yes, God has pivoted from a focus on one people group, Israel, to a solution open to every person in the world. He has pivoted from a, quote, lesser, unquote, covenant to a better covenant based on his sacrificial love. He has pivoted from an individual's life of failure and ultimate defeat to a life of eternal victory in Christ. He has pivoted from a covenant where humans fail to a covenant where Christ finished all the work necessary and yet still asks his followers to do meaningful work via his great commission. Hallelujah. But this great pivot by God was not forced by a competitor or by changing consumer tastes or by human innovations. No, this pivot came from the heart of God who proclaims in his word, the Bible, that he himself is love, 1 John 4, 8, and that, quote, God our Savior desires all people to be saved, unquote, 1 Timothy 2. Hey, this episode started with this question. Have you ever experienced being a part of a great pivot by an enterprise? Of course, you have. You've benefited substantially from the Henry Fords and the Bill Gates of the world. But the stunning reality is, true believers have themselves pivoted to a glorious eternal destiny by choosing to join that great pivot effected by God through Christ. Whoa, that's ultimate pivoting. Thank you for listening to Whitestone Podcast. Visit our website, whitestone.org, for more real-world equipping. There you'll find uncommon video teachings, application and action questions for this podcast episode, and more. Also, check out our unique downloadable resources for group meetups. That's whitestone.org. I'm Kevin Miller.